Hi crew and welcome back to the Booercast. It is your host James Rankin. No special announcements this week. We're just going to dive into the show here. Myself and Jamie are joined by our very own Queen Bee, Brooke Dunn. The three of us sit down and discuss all things the Open. How we're going to cover it in Bua this year, the structure that we're actually going to have. And then as well as that, some of our favourite workouts and favourite moments through coaching and training over the past number of years. That's enough for me, team. Please enjoy the show. Jamie, welcome back. Thank you very much. Rick, welcome to your first podcast. Thank you. You nervous? What was your first, first one? Is this on? Yeah, okay. we're going there. Okay, bro. cool. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done a Who is Brooke podcast yet. That's We'll do this one first and then the next one. Oh, deadly. Okay. okay. Very, very first. Prep, yeah, prep for me. Deadly. Here, tell us first before we get into it. How did the weekend go? It was, was good. It, was it fun? It was really fun, actually, yeah. First one in a while. First one since COVID. Yeah. Um. So three workouts. Three workouts. Three workouts, but like five scores, that makes sense. So right, workout one and three were like a double score kind of thing. Right. Um, How was the 400 runs? Were they awful? I died a small death. Yeah. Like Sheila had to push me across the finish line. Oh, wow. I'm not even joking. Right. Nice. I got around the corner and I was like, my legs don't work. They don't work. Like, I was running and they just got slower and slower. Like, but you know when you feel like you're going fast, but you're really not? Yeah. I was watching the live feed <laughs> and there was a couple of dudes in Paul and Marius' heat. Oh, I could see, like, the guy looked like he was on mile 24 of a marathon. <laughs> it was brutal, like, it was brutal. Like, you swear we literally ran, like, 2K or something, the yeah, way we yeah. come around. But it was just horrendous, like, we were right beside, like, um, right beside the docks, right beside the airport, and, like, the wind, every time you turn the corner, like, right, right. it was just, like, right, like, it was, like, frantic after. Oh, wow. Like, it was horrendous. Yeah. But it looked like a great setup, I and mean, the gym looks nice. And the gym was real nice, yeah, yeah. it was real... Um, it's a nice place they have up there. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it was crazy. Cool. It looked like lots of people too. Lots of people. Yeah. It's craziness. Mm. But it was a. Uh, I miss that. Yeah, exactly. A day like that. But that's that's what's coming, isn't it? Mm. But like, it's so weeks. normal up there. The restrictions are so normal. Like, it was yeah. like we yeah. walked in and we were like, "Oh, do we need a mask?" And they were like, there's, "Oh no." There's an this adjustment, is... isn't there? Like, you, yeah. you're like, "Oh, Jesus is a bit of a jolt." Yeah, it's like different. Totally, completely different. Like, so but it was great. Great fun. Very good. So another one this year, do you think? Maybe. Oh, I actually signed up for the powerful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so so there you go. Are you going to that with shield? I have no idea. No. Well, I can't. It's mixed. Oh, pairs. it's mixed pairs. Mixed pairs. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. So that just launched this weekend. Yeah. And we already have a good few going. Yeah, have a ticket, but just not person. You just have to find the person. That's fine. I'll figure it out closer. Yeah. When's it? August. It's uh, August. Start yeah, August. It's miles yeah. away yet. So plenty of time to get all the teams together, as we usually do. Yeah. Normally, I know uh, you guys haven't been there with us, right? Uh, with Bua? No. I have. I did it with Amy. You did it with Amy, that's right. Yeah, we always send. Big number. Big number of people. I've never done Powerful, ever. Yeah, so we always have like 40 athletes or something that's class, showing yeah. up, and it's always a big social weekend of just hanging around and cheering each other on and everything. And it always turns out to be a great weekend. So I always, you know, look forward to that weekend. And he generally used to always get really lucky with the weather. Last year, not so much. Remember the cybers rain? Yeah. It was really that looked brutal. <laughs> yeah. I was raging I didn't do it last year. But, uh, it looked fast, like. But August, hopefully, you know, it'll be good weather this year. Yeah. Right. Be indoors, will it? Is it usually indoors? It was in the past, was it? He was always at his gym. David okay. always ran at his gym. And um, because the gym, like, is full competition floor, 
there was nowhere really to stand it. Like, you know, maybe 30 people stand aside. So most people are outside all weekend long, oh, okay. hanging around the grass. And it's always in the sunshine. Yeah. But then he went to the, um, Abbottstown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was indoors for a couple of years. Yeah. And then he went back there this year, but it was all outdoors because of COVID. Okay. So it was on the pitches and yeah, he got unlucky with the weather. <laughs> but at least on the first day, wasn't it? Second day was fine. Was it just two days? Yeah. One of the days was fine, one of the oh, days yeah, got yeah, soaked. Yeah. The first day, yeah, yeah, the first day, absolutely, yeah. There was, you know, when water's running down inside your clothes, outside your clothes, everything it was horrendous. There was thunder and there was lightning and everything. Was it? Yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Not about that. Imagine that was your first comp. It was for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody will ever do one again. <laughs> right, the open. That's what we're talking today. That's right? what we're talking about today. Open number, so you said this is open number 12. It is. If, like officially. Officially number 12, yeah. Because this is our 10th one at Bua. We weren't uh, fully open. I think we might have just opened on the 2012 when it was going on. Yeah. But we didn't get involved in it. We were just about doors open. We didn't know what the hell we were. And there was one year before that, yeah. yeah. So this would be the 12th open, yeah. And this is your... My fourth. Fourth open. Should have been my fifth, but... Why did you skip a year? So I started CrossFit in February. Yeah. And the open was the end of February. And I bottled and it. Didn't I didn't know. I was like, yeah. what is the open? What is it? So I think that's important though, right? Because a lot of people join the gym and go, I don't know what it is. Mm. I'm not that competitive. I have no aspirations of whatever this CrossFit game shit is. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Breed feeling always the one that comes to mind first. Because she has... So you see her on the whiteboard in Santry, year nine. Yeah. And she every year she says, I fucking didn't do it the first year. <laughs> I just said, no, yeah. I won't do it this year. And she's like, if I just had done the workouts, I'd be on year 10 now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not. Yeah. Uh, and she, yeah, it is one of those regret things when most people, um, when they're on this side of it, you've never seen it before. You don't know what it is. It sounds a bit terrifying. Mm. But then when you get on the other side, but having seen it play out, there's always that bit of, oh, I should have just done it. Mm. Because there's always an easy way in. Like your first one, zero expectations on yourself from anyone else, from the coaches, just to be involved is the only thing. So uh, if you're on the fence on, on it, most people regret if they don't yeah. decide to get involved. Do you regret not doing your first yeah. one? Yeah, I'm raging. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what it was like. I was like, I've never done anything like this before in my life. So now, perspective, looking back on it, what is it for you? the open yeah it's not even about like i'm competitive yeah. but it's not even about the competitive like it's nice to see like on a leaderboard yeah. where you kind of air in in relation to everyone else and other things and stuff but for me it's just like i remember the first year that i was meant to, or not was meant to do it but should have done it and i went up to like a friday night light and it was just the atmosphere the community everyone just came together like it was morning crew evening crew weekend crew everyone was just there and it was just amazing and I was raging because I was like I was like like I can't do things I can't do pull-ups I can't do toaster bar I can't do any of this stuff like you know what I mean unassisted and stuff like that and then there was people there banging out jumping pull-ups and all this and I was like I could have done that but then I never just signed up so but for me a lot of it is just community like just everyone and just the vibe of doing it together like I think a lot of people noticed that from last year doing the open and lockdown it was very hard to do it yourself like um in comparison yeah Last year was the only time I nearly didn't do it because it was online. Right. But yeah. then every 
year and this year I, as soon as I could sign up I signed up mm. I knew it because it's my favourite time of year getting that atmosphere so the fact that we weren't all together kind of lost its appeal to you yeah, yeah what fun. year are you on? this is my ninth Ooh. yeah 2013 is my first one that'll be your 10th then right? because we have if you did 13 14, 15, 16, 17 oh, 18, 10, 19 yeah. 20, 21 this is 22 I need to look at the workouts it's 9th or 10th anyway yeah, but, okay. yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of them. Yeah, I've done too many of them. But same thing, like I'm very competitive, but there's no aspirations for games or anything like that. It's just, like maybe have one person in my eye line, but it, it's it's all about the Friday night. Yeah. And having that atmosphere. And then the last Friday night in particular, where we have fun. Yeah, yeah. The getting together, isn't it? Yeah. It's, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I think what, what you were saying there about the morning and the afternoon and the evening crews like all come together yeah. we don't necessarily always see each other but having the whole crew together in one for the evening yeah. it's sort of um, it creates an atmosphere of like everybody um, breaks out of their usual almost their cliques who they normally sit and talk with everyone just opens up and talks to everybody and you're going to judge somebody um, something like why we do it you do a you do the heat yourself yeah, so can we go into that sorry yeah. This is my first Boo Open. Yeah. Is it your first Boo Open? My first Boo Open. Yeah. So we don't know this. Yeah. Have we got a... Oh. Yeah, yeah. Have we got a plan for how we're going to do it this year? Or Yes. Yes. We do. Are you ready to divulge that? Yes. Cool. Yeah. So um, because it's our first year as a multi-location gym, yeah. you know, we're faced with like, okay, how are we going to do this? Because always everyone's together. Yeah. And this is the first year where... I mean, but I'm not going to be with the whole community personally, so I'm feeling like, oh, Jesus, I actually have to, I have to choose where I'm going to be. Who's your favourite channel? Brutal. It is absolutely brutal. So um, the other side of it is, you know, over the years, we get good at running the evening because it's a really difficult, it's like an event we have to run yeah. the Friday night. Um, so we, you get better at it over the years, you learn the lessons and make the mistakes. This year, all of our team haven't ran a Friday Night Lights in Bua before. Yeah. It's only myself and Christopher have done it. And we we <laughs> only realised this recently. So this is going to be something that we're going to game plan as a team yeah. as, in a big way. So I'm going to go to a different location uh, for all three. So I'll be in Selbridge for one night, another Santry and another. Um, so the teams in each of the locations will be running the evening, which is going to be brilliant. Um, so it'll be running like heats mm-hmm. so if you, you instead of like an hour long class if we find out on the Thursday night what the workout is it could be a 6 minute cap it could be a 26 minute cap so f- so at 1am on Friday morning we're game planning the heat list for the next evening we'll put them on Wattify and then when people wake up they can book in their time slots um, there'll be no classes on the Friday at Bua at all so we're going to start heats in the afternoon and we'll run them all evening. Oh, sweet. So that'll be the three Fridays. There'll be no scheduled classes. So what you'll have is, okay, the class, the, the workout is on. I can book myself in. Now, when you get into the gym, we'll have a full flow ready for you. You'll sign in. There'll be a whiteboard with a coach who will talk you through. Here's the warm-up. You'll go through your warm-up. Once you're ready and warm, you'll have another coach to talk you through a bit of strategy assign you a judge who will go through the workout with you and then we'll start your heat you'll do the workout and then after that 
if you do a workout, you'll judge a workout. So that means that everyone who comes in will have to have done the judges course online, which is a really easy little course you gotta do, it's paying the arse, but you do get an understanding of the movements that is from it. And then you're gonna hang around for the evening if you want and cheer on other people. So that's the usual flow of it, and that's how we'll do it. In all three locations, that'll be going on on week one and week two, and we're trying to see can we plan the whole three locations getting together one spot for week three. So we can have a massive boo party for the open to finish it. So, yeah, that's the, the general flow of it. Yeah. Does that give you an idea? Yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I can't wait. Oh, I can't bloody wait. It's just a getting together. Yeah. It's, it's something that, we, as we know, COVID, right, we only realise how much it means mm-hmm. when you can't do it. That was the interesting thing. That, like, oh, man, we can't, we can't just gather. So this is our big first gathering since the reopening. Nice. Yeah. So who would... You can both have a go at answering this one. Mm. Who would you say the Open is for? Because like officially, the Open is the first stage, or it was the first stage of a multi-step process of figuring out who the fittest person on Earth is. Yeah. It still is to a degree. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah. But we're not... We don't have anyone going for that right now. That's right. So... Who in the gym then is it for? Uh, so, in in my experience, we we kind of have a you could split into two mindsets, right? Just one of them is compete, and one of them is complete. So compete or complete. We've done a good few challenges over the years, and you can sign up in either way. Yeah. So we, over lockdown, we had loads of challenges that were online, and it was compete or complete. The complete crew to be involved and to give yourself the personal challenge of just saying I'm going to do this and then doing it yeah. is the whole point and then the compete people are like I would like to see how I stack up in my performance relative to other people and that could be in the gym that could be in the country in the world that could be if you're a teacher how do you stack up against other teachers there's all those filters on the leaderboard so it's it's people who are driven by competition a bit more and I think if I had it on the open 15 years ago I would definitely have been in that category, I am 100% in the complete category right now. <laughs> to be involved, I don't give a shit what my score is, yeah. honestly. What I care about is my effort and just to be in there and to, to know how it feels like to be in the workout so I can relate to the other people in the room. That's the main thing. Yeah, I think that's one of my favourite things about it, actually, is even as a competitive person, thinking when, when I think I'm fit and or strong and or good at skills... And then I see, compared to other people, just how bad I am. <laughs> and like the gap between me and the professional crossfitters, you're like, oh my God, this is insane. Yeah. And then I find in my experience then as well, that people who are new to CrossFit or whatever, and they're like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. But they still go, oh, wow, I'm still, compared to 100,000 other people, really fit. Yeah. And it's a little like a little motivation boost for them to go next year and go, and if I can just learn how to do that one thing, then it'll be even higher up the leaderboard, even though they're not there for a competitive reason. Mm. I think that's a nice little kick for a lot of people. They're fitter and stronger and more capable than they think they are. Have you noticed that? Yeah, for sure. Like even it just in a way it's a good way to like for people to kind of set goals as well. Mm. Like um because even like I still see in the gym it's like people are like, Oh, wall walks when the program is like oh i really want to get better at those and you know they're only came in they've only been a thing really since yeah. last yeah. year's opened 
but people who aren't competitive are still like I really want to get better at that so it's a good way for people to kind of just personally achieve different things even if it's not in a competitive way yeah yeah we saw like we saw a cat over in Santry yeah. terrified couldn't do one and then over the year every time they came up yeah. got a bit closer and then could do them we've hmm? done it twice since the gym opened again haven't we yeah and she's beat her score significantly both times yeah like what a great feeling of like there you go measurable yeah. observable progress I can't you can't deny it unreal yeah unreal as a coach what's your biggest obstacle to people signing up there's obviously the I don't want to compete thing is there anything else that people tend to come to you with and say oh, I'm not doing it for this reason this reason this reason and then how do we overcome that how do we get more and more and more people to sign up basically <laughs> without trying to sell them some weird dodgy like, cross like, competition we were talking about this recently me and, me and you Brooke right yeah. we were saying because you were saying that some people were apprehensive yeah. um, that you were talking to and I was like I, I feel like that's not I used to feel a pressure as a coach to get everyone to sign up mm. like that used to be a thing but I don't think that's our job I think like what, what, I'd, what I'd hate is for someone to do to not sign up for the wrong reason yeah. say that they're well capable and they just don't think they're capable right. do you know what I mean I think that's that's the person that we're trying to help over the line but some people just don't want to do it because it's not appealing to them it's like cool you shouldn't do that you should you know skip that Friday and then go back to training the next day and um, continue on with your year do you know what I mean um, but it is I think it, it only really boils down to someone who just doesn't believe in themselves yeah. as much as we believe in them and we're saying how can I help you just see that you're going to be absolutely fine yeah. and really happy you've made the decision that's the they're the people who are the hard cases yeah and you because you feel like you've let them down if you haven't got them over the line do you know what I mean? I think it, 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 that's the specific case I'm always looking yeah. out for. Because some people just don't give a shit, you know? Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of who most people are in my classes now. Yeah, like when you, when I start, like all these names come to mind. Mm. Um, and there's almost a bit of a dance, isn't there? There's like, they know that... You're one of them looking for this. Yeah. <laughs> And they also know they also know somewhere in the back of mind I might actually end up doing this, yeah. but I'm gonna put up a hard fight. Yeah. Because I really want to be sure that um that they're not hoodwinking me into something I'm not able for. So they put they pressure test it, they they like they push back and push back and they look for a good reason for them to do it. So for me it's always like what are the reasons for what's in it for them all the time? And if I can keep laying out what's in it for them, it's not for me. I don't care if you don't want to do it. Oh, absolutely don't. Like, don't put yourself through it. So what tends to be in it for... So if someone's not competitive and they're doing the compete thing... Yeah. Other than the fact that they're doing something that's a challenge, mm. what's in it for them? Yeah. Uh, I guess this is a little bit of the broader philosophy of Bua for me. Yeah. I want Bua to be a place not only where you get physically fitter, but you also grow as a person. Yeah. And you only do that by challenging yourself and you know life it's a life skill of you know when you have to reform you're faced with like Brooke has to come in and do a podcast today and she's like I fucking hate podcasts I'm not going <laughs> to talk about podcasts today and she's like, but she's going to do it anyway like we all are put under pressure to do stuff in life all the time that we know is good for us the open is a chance to 
exercise those muscles a little bit. So, you know, that that's the bit for me that I think, from a philosophy point of view, if you can put yourself under a bit of pressure in a very controlled environment, kind of every now and again, mm-hmm. it's good for you. So I think that's what's in it for those people. Plus the stuff we talked about earlier about, like, you regret when you don't. Like, I, I always think of the open, like, you know, uh, if you lived on the roof for Dublin Marathon, say, and you could just step outside your door and just run along with them, yeah. say, for instance, but you're not really involved. You know, that sort of thing. You've, like, the being involved is the signing up and the talk beforehand and that what's the workout going to be. How are you going to attack it? Uh, and and yeah. all of the stress and being feeling like you're fully in the middle of all that. That Friday morning of like prepping and being like, oh, I have so many strategies. Like, what am I going to do? And then you get to the gym and you're like, all the strategies are gone out the way. <laughs> you know? Like, you watch Rich Froning, then you watch CJ Martin, you watch 40 videos, strategy videos, and you're trying to come up with something. Yeah. And it's the chatter of what heat are you in and yeah. what the warm up and all of that. Like, that's when, you know, I brought groups to, to, to run marathons. And the start line and find where are we going to meet and you have you bring your fucking gels and all yeah. that shit. Like all of that stuff is part of the experience. And if you are just run out through the front door, you might run the marathon, but you miss out on all of the yeah. peripheral yeah. stuff. Yeah. And that's what makes it nerve wracking, but it also makes it special. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's what's in it for you. Like it's a real special thing. Like I, I think if we've had fifty of them. Wow. Like this will be. Like there's five every year. Yeah. 50, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Fifty fucking yeah, evenings. Yeah. Just of the open. Just Never mind of the other stuff. Oh, the other stuff. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like all those experiences that were unique, you know, and you take something away from them. Speaking of the the regrets, like you regret not doing the first one. Um, have you come across someone who has done it and went, "No, I shouldn't have done that." So you said about not pressurizing people into it. But like in the back of my head, I'm like, I agree with you in the sense that we don't like hold a gun to someone's head and go, everyone here does the thing, mm-hmm. you got to do the thing as well. Yeah. But I, I think a little bit of applied pressure is helpful as well. Like, I, have you had a scenario or have you had a scenario? No, I haven't. Like, I was actually thinking about that last night. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, I'm thinking about people who I've done the the open with and yeah. stuff because I was actually looking back on photos last night trying to like remember workouts and stuff <laughs> and I just found people judging me and I was like sure like I don't actually know anyone who has like done an open for like a year or two years and then just said oh I'm not doing it anymore yeah and stayed doing crossfit yeah yeah so that's like a, that's I, a great point I haven't yeah yeah the- nothing comes off the top of my head that I've been like oh they just didn't sign up that year or didn't do it or I've also yeah. not come across someone right after shouldn't have done that yeah well yeah, that's what I, that's the point I'm kind of getting at no one kind of goes yeah do you know what that was just too hard and I shouldn't have done it it was bad for me like unless you're in a state of applying so much pressure on yourself in which case we as coaches should also recognise that and not apply the pressure yeah. but I think for most people it, like you said it is a good challenge it's a great challenge and do you know what else I've never seen I've never seen anyone negatively comment on performance I've never seen an eye roll. I've never seen anyone go, oh, gee, your man only did that. Yeah. Like, it's nothing but positive. It's always a self thing, that, isn't it? It's always a self thing. And always everybody's positive about, but you're here and you did it. And that's what counts. Yeah. That's all people give a shit about. It's to be, because they want to be involved with everybody. So I think, um, like, all of our, we think about what are the things that stop us. There are fears of something negative happen. 
and they're fierce as something in 10 years I've never seen honestly yeah. exactly Getting more specific, so you said you were looking at your photos and stuff last night. Yeah. Do you have a favourite open workout you've done? So it's actually, I don't remember many workouts, so I was actually trying to think back and there's three workouts I remember. So 19.1, which I think that makes, that must be my first one. Would that make that my first one? No. No, it must be my second year then, yeah. whatever it was, yeah. Um, the rowing wall balls. AMRAP 19, 19 wall balls, 19 row or the other way around. Yeah. yeah, I remember Ken Wilson was judging me, and I mean, I was like, and like a lot of people have said to me, oh, like, what about ju- people judging and counting my reps? It was like having a coach beside me. Yeah. It was just like, he was like, right, take a break, right, three, do one less pick up spot, and I was like, yeah. and for not having much experience of doing the open, and like, that was like, even when I was rowing, he was like, come on, he was like, you have six more pulls, then you're done. It was like you're back to the wall balls and stuff, yeah. and it was just like crazy. Like that was one that really popped out, and I had a I have actually have photos of that, and um, from that year. Second one that I remember is. Can before we go on, can I just pick up on that? Judging in the open, is just as big a part, and it is one of those experiences you take away, whether you're being judged or you're the judge, and I think that is some of the things that puts people off. Yeah, they're gonna have a judge beside them. And it's the word itself. It's very judgy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what it's for. And it's not how it feels, isn't it? No, 100% it not. It feels like you've an ally. Someone just there going, you're grand, keep going. Don't worry, you've got it. It's like this positive voice in your head and it's just like yeah. constantly. Because we all know that's what we want. So that's what we instinctively give the person. But it's funny at the start because everyone's, in my experience with the judging, everyone starts very <clears throat> at chest up, stiff upper lip and they're counting reps. And then it's whenever it kicks in, and there's that moment in every workout where you just see someone's soul leave them a little bit, <laughs> and then the judge becomes like talk to you later, yeah, and that's what early. happens. But it's funny seeing the change in the judge during the workout where they've gone from one to oh fuck you're okay come on yeah let's go and there's that quick change. There, there is, and you know I rarely see like a judge add pressure to someone that they don't want as well. Exactly. Like it's. It's a really positive thing. And I love judging people in the open. It's one of my favourite things. Because you're in it with them. Yeah. All the way. It's like nearly a partner workout or something. Yeah. Like They're just like right there. I'll have your back like. Sorry, I interrupt you. Second workout. Second workout. Second workout. I remember because my brother was doing it in America. So we were able to like kind of compete with each other. I did it in the... Wow. I, did an, I did it Friday evening, which was his Friday afternoon. So he got my score before, you know. So that was a killer. But it was actually the, it was the box step overs and clean and jerks. And then it moved to pistols and clean and jerks. And the weight went off. And it was the one workout that I beat him in, as far as I know. Because the men's weight got really heavy, which would be heavy for him. But I was like, actually okay at the weight. I think I got up to like 70 or something. And yeah, that was, that was a good one. And I remember because I think he did that workout maybe two or three times to try beat me. And it was just, and I, I like that as well. Like, you know what I mean? For people who like, I know one of the boys, Iba, and in here, he, him and his brother are competing in it together. Like it's Iba's first year, but he wants to compete as well. Not only in the gym, but he wants to go against his brother. Who's, um, who's over in the Netherlands yeah, he exactly. doesn't get to see him it's a connection thing right? exactly 100% like yeah. um, so I think that's like great as well yeah. um, and what was the last workout the last workout I got to do with my brother I went over to the States oh, and cool. I went to his CrossFit box um, it was row wall balls and ring muscle ups 19.5 yeah. and you could break it up whatever you want yeah. that's one of the best workouts ever yeah. 
yeah. the strategies 101 there yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. crazy that was cool yeah they were the three workouts that like literally stood out for me yeah. trying to think back on them like yeah it was just amazing yeah, it's all about connection rather than like literally like people in yeah. that box only knew my brother but it was like i was Part family to them like you know what i mean and i was like Gee, man. it's crazy yeah. it's crazy but it was amazing what are your top three open standards well that, i was thinking this was something i was thinking about before coming in um like it's a lot of workouts uh, there's some cool ones over the years some of the quirky ones like 15.2 which was like the you know the ten, two rounds of 10 overhead squats 10 chest the bars chest bar and the weights and, and so you had two minutes to do or two minutes to do it or something yeah. and then you got another for two minutes and they went 12 and 12 for two rounds and then 14 and 14 I thought that was a very clever yeah. way to separate everybody it got difficult for everybody quickly um, I actually think one of the cleverest open workouts ever was 21.1 the wall walk I thought it was a piece of genius considering like I remember coming into that open thinking what are they doing because they had everyone was at home locked down and we were just craving getting together like okay we're all going to do the open at least there's going to be a lot of people doing something together Yeah. and then before they announced they're going to do um, an equipment free semi equipment and then a full equipment also. yeah something like, like at home equipment free and <laughs> yeah. RX or something and then there was going to be foundations version of each, a scale version of each, and our extra. Like, <laughs> oh, now we're all subdivided into like 18 so different categories. So many categories. <laughs> like, it's not going to feel like we're going to do the same thing. And then he comes up with this, like, scaled movement that everyone in the world is doing together. And we're all just talking about wall walks for those four or five days. And it felt properly like the open from all of those points of view. And it introduced a new movement and it could be done at home, and it could be done with little equipment. Like, I just thought it, it, like, like the programming for that was so restrictive, and they still came up with something. It was pure genius yeah. coming up with movements like that. Yeah. And then they used it in the games, like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, I just think, I just thought that was a stroke of genius. Not everyone's favourite workout, but I just thought, from a programming point of view, class. I think that one of my favourite things about that is the contrast in people's attitude from first seeing it, and kind of scoffing at it. Yeah. Like, especially some of the big athletes were like, wall walks. Wall walks, yeah. I do wall walks as part of my warm-up for my handstand push-up workout. Mm. And then eating them alive. Yeah. And them going, oh, fuck, I completely underestimated that. Yeah, and, and the evolution of the movement over four days from something that was a bit clunky to, like, the slickest, fastest, <laughs> like, kamikaze version. Snakes up the wall. Yeah, and, and yeah. dropping to the floor. Like, it's brilliant to see all that yeah. develop. So I thought that was really clever. Um, my favourite open was definitely 2019 from a personal point of view because, like, we announced 19.5 to the world. Mm-hmm. And that was such a giant thing for for the whole gym. Like, what an occasion that was. Um, it For 19.1, I was in London for the live announcement. Um, and that was the first time there was a live announcement that wasn't Castro. Yeah. Um, Sam Briggs went head to head with... Stephen Fawcett watched that live at like 1am in a London gym um, 19.3 I was in CrossFit HQ in the gym at HQ judging people all morning amazing well, like really memorable year that whole year for the Open for me so, what was 19.5? Uh, it was the 33, 27, 21 that was brutal <laughs> brutality like I was judging um, Armin Hammer versus Justin <laughs> Franco at 4.30am <laughs> 
<laughs> after a day of stress and live broadcasts and all that, one of those delirious nights, yeah. which was oh, wow. just the atmosphere in the place was just unbelievable. Never forget. So that that whole year, you know, I'll never forget. Um, but I think maybe my favorite workout to see people repeating um, is seventeen point five, which is the thrusters and double unders, the nine thrusters, oh, thirty five yeah. double unders, ten rounds. Yeah, I love seeing people doing that because I think as people get stronger, get fitter, get more skilled, they see progress in that one. Um, so I, I really like that. Just a simple test. It's probably my favorite. That workout. I have bad memories of that workout. Yeah, and, and that's one of my reasons favorite because most people, like a lot of people really hate it. Yeah. It sucked so bad. I did so good until the last round and then I did unbroken double unders every single round. And then I snagged, I think, a total of 13 times in the last round. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. <laughs> so I was like, Luke is my best friend at home. And we're very competitive still. And it was the one workout. I think he beat me in all four workouts that year. I was like, I have him in this one. Thrusters, I fucking have him. And I was about a minute and a half ahead of him. <laughs> Going into the final 30 double unders. 13 times. Snag City. Snag City. But did you beat him? No. I kept snagging. <laughs> Oh, it no. took me like three minutes to do those double unders. Oh, that only, that, I was that, on for like that was a frustrating three minutes. Bad <laughs> memories. <laughs> yeah. So go on. Give us your favourites then. Oh wow. I, from a competitive like for me side of view, I really liked the dumbbell squat burpee over the bar one into oh, the heavy clean. The one to ten. Yeah. Oh my lord. Because that was just, if he wants it, let's go. Yeah. Because everyone started fast on that, and you had to. Yeah. But yeah. get through the first one to four or something, like in the first and, minute. Yeah. Yeah. And then the workout starts, right? Yeah. And then you had like three minutes to recover and try and max out your clean. Yeah. So the that was, workout. That sounds fun. Yeah. That was deadly. That would have been 2018, was it? Um, yes, it was 2018. And what was weird was so many people pre-ordered their clean. So many people. Legs blown up. Yeah. yeah. I've always remember Ed McQuaid pre-order cleaning that. Like, not even just beginners getting the beginner gains. Yeah. Like, properly advanced athletes, elite athletes. Huge numbers. Like, it made no sense whatsoever. Well, all of a sudden, they're getting pre-ordered. Yeah. yeah, that was like that anti-strength and conditioning movement workers. <laughs> I think that's one of my favourite things about it. Yeah. Then, from a coaching perspective, probably, what year would that have been? The th- remember the thrusters and the bar face burpees? Yeah. Was that 16.5? Yeah, I think so. And it was one of those workouts where there was no time cap? Yeah. Wasn't that the one where it was... Um, Sam Briggs was going up against Rich Frowning and she had him. She went so fast. And, she, and he just caught her in the last round. Yeah, yeah there was, it, a, it was the two, two or three girls and two lads, wasn't it? Ben Smith yeah. and Rich and uh, maybe Kalipa. And Annie Thoris thought it was. Annie, and yeah, Sam. all the old champs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All and Sam, the old champs. And at the end of the interview, Sam goes, I let him win. I let him win, yeah. 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 I love that. I love judging that one and I love the Friday Night Lights in that one because there was no time you have to finish. You have to finish. So I remember I did that at CrossFit Derry. And I remember, I think Graham just gave like 45 minute windows. Mm. And so it gave everyone a proper chance. proper chance to really go for it. And it was one of those workouts where just, kind of like where you said, 
everyone went to cheerleader mode instantly because mm. you had that big set of thrusters and burpees and then all of a sudden people died yeah. straight away and just seeing the camaraderie on that night was unreal and then I enjoyed doing it as well because I like those two movements but that was probably my favourite one to be a coach and to talk to people about strategy and all that stuff it was cool because like, people are like I'm going to go I'm broken in this round and I'm going to do the burpees one every three seconds to start and I'm like you're not <laughs> all going to go the window seven three two one go yeah, it changes because no one can control themselves at the start it's always gas have you, have you got a worse one apart from 715 a worst one like a, I felt really bad after that one this the, the burpees yeah I, I got sick after that one I remember I, I remember I was drinking Pyrate before that workout mm. blue drink and I remember seeing it again <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty rough um, a bad workout for me was that chest bar and overhead squat one as well actually that's a really bad combo for me for whatever reason mm. and I like forget how to do both those movements I can't hold the bar above my head anymore and I can't get my chest to the bar anymore yeah people felt asunder so bad on that one I still have that issue if that, that combo comes up of the pull and overhead hold fuck because mm-hmm. there was the remember the year there was the overhead lunge with the bar yeah. and the bar muscle ups oh it was chest bars right and it, but it went to bar muscle ups didn't it did it go to bar muscle ups well there was chest bars as well yeah it was overhead lunge with barbell yeah. chest bars overhead lunge with barbell burpees yeah. For I'm not 28, 28 30 yeah. years or something. Yeah. It was a long one. Couldn't do chest work. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, that would probably, those would be my two least favourite workouts, definitely. All the rest of them. They all suck, don't they? they all, yeah. They they have that look yeah, there's yeah. not one that's nice, no. even yeah. if it looks nice. No. It's generally worse. That's always the way. Yeah. 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 They don't do any fun ones. <laughs> You don't program any fun workouts either. I'd love to try that seven minutes of burpees again. Yeah, we did it recently, right? In the extra work, we programmed this recently. And looking back at the scores, this insane levels of burpees people did back then. Even imagine now if they did it. Uh, I know you got a good score back then. 139 was my best score. Do you reckon you could beat it? No, not right now. (laughs) All I cared about back then was fitness. Okay, all I cared about. Ed slept and breathed of going to the gym. Yeah. That was hard. Yeah. yeah but it was one of those ones where I went in like, that's all I was thinking about for the day. I remember I did a drop in in the States and the warm-up was 12.1. I Or, you know, like, okay, warm-up, we're doing seven minutes of burpees. <laughs> that sounds, sounds, do you know what that sounds like? <laughs> Sheila's rehearsals. <laughs> what? Yeah. Nobody's ready, able for anything afterwards. When is it? Twenty fourth of February, isn't it? It's. It's that weekend anyway. Last, it's yeah. the last weekend of February. And they changed the announcement times. Oh, yeah. Hi. So that's what I was going to ask you about because I'd heard something about that. Um, I think it's the twenty fifth. Is the Friday? Yeah, that's the first. Friday. That's the first Friday. So the Thursday night, the twenty fourth. Well, usually it's when we get it at midnight or one a.m. Depends on the. Where the clocks are, and usually it changes during the middle hours. Uh, but it's normally a midnight, around midnight on the Thursday night, and then we we wake up on the on the Friday and start planning to do it. And what are they changing? So I yeah, think they have changed times. Well, all I'd heard was that they've changed the submission deadline on the Monday night yeah. to a bit later. 
Right, so so instead of like it being eight p.m. or six p.m., twelve p.m. or something, it's midnight. So that might mean that the announcement that might get pulled forward as well. I don't know, which mean, that would suck because that would be like us hearing about two or three a.m., which means you have to wake up yeah. on the Friday. Okay. We we did do a Thursday night lights before, which was we stayed up. We we got everyone into the gym at one a.m., watched the live announcement, and then lots of people it. did it, and it was busy, and it was in. The old gym, which is officially the coldest place on earth, and it was February, and it was minus a million, and it was horrendous. So we watched the workout. It was the fifty fives. Do you remember the fifty five deadlifts, calorie row, handstand pushups? Oh, push it was ups. like a chipper kind of thing. Yeah, box jumps. It was, the f- and we had drop ins from the US who, who came in for a drop in that day. And we're like, we're going to do it later, and we're like, we'll be back. And they came down. Oh wow! Um, the class. I remember, I always remember Sarah Ann's first ever day in the gym. She came down, she just came down to hang around and say hello to everybody. Um, so it was one of those memorable nights, That's you know? Cool, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. That's wild. It was, uh, it was wild, as she loved to say. But it was, uh, it was. She was really She's going to be so uh, mad. Yeah, and it's funny enough, it wasn't repeated. Because <laughs> yeah. people weren't right after it. I usually saw. Yeah. So yeah, they open. Three. Weeks, four weeks, three weeks. It's yeah, it's down to three weeks now from five, which means it's way more manageable. Yeah. I think it's gonna be interesting. Are they gonna repeat a workout? I think they might. You know, like it was way easier to repeat a workout when there was five because there was yeah. four new ones then. But no wall balls though. No wall balls. They only have one dumbbell as well. There's only one dumbbell, not two. So Keith Flynn made a really good point to me. He's like, all the equipment there is the same as what was there for last year. Yeah. Mm. He's I, like, I wonder because not everyone can do it indoors, are they going to do it this year again? Just repeat the open. Yeah, I think they'll just repeat one. And I, I, my money would be on the wall walk. Yeah, I'd say the wall walk. Yeah, um, I'd say so. Because they said you need wall space. They had a, a thing. Handsome so push-ups, man. But it could be handsome push-ups. Yeah. yeah. But the handsome push-ups like, has always been a nightmare because they change the standard every year and they've never seemed to get it right. I always think they should just leave Oh, yeah, out. they started with a box and then everything, like, you had to have uh, your and hands. And then you had to the measure your forearm compared to your head. And, oh. oh, I died on that workout. Yeah. I so, did 21, hand, or I did 12 to 21 handstand push-ups for the whole time cap. It was brutal. Yeah, and that's where a lot of people are left in the handstand yeah. push-up one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah, was yeah. brutal. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. Three workouts, three weeks. There's probably be a part A and part B to one of them. So we have four scores. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think we'll see one repeat. Yeah. That'd be my best guess. But sure, who knows? I think I've heard is it Adrian Bosman's might be doing the workouts. Programming them. Yeah. yeah. So, I forgot about this, the whole Castro. Like yeah. everything is different. Shit. We just don't know what to expect. Any predictions? No. I, I've given up on predictions. Oh really? Many years ago. Okay. Because it's impossible. It's just okay. impossible. I find I don't know about you, but when I've been programming for people in the past I've ended up in the weeks leading up to it because I'm thinking about it, mm. programming something similar to what comes up anyway. Because you see the same movements always combined, like deadlifts and handstand push-ups or thrusters and pull-ups or thrusters and burpees. Yeah. They tend to just be good combinations of things because they're good tests. And then you pick a rep scheme that sucks. Yeah. And inevitably Castro does something yeah. or did something kind of similar then, then you can narrow down the movements now because you have equipment list yeah, so. yeah. and it's always the way like you know we can we can rule out running you can't film it you can't deal with the outdoor yeah, it stuff. Work, yeah. you can run it, rule out rope climbs 
you can't have double height ceiling. Like there's loads of there's loads of things that are just confined to a gym and to a camera lens that you say it has to all fit into that that thing. And now they've given us the equipment. Wall balls are out. Rory's out. Bikes are out. Like there's nothing. <laughs> I don't know if that's worse or better. No, so, it's better for me. <laughs> like there's gonna be a barbell. There's gonna be a pull up bar. There's gonna be a dumbbell. Jump rope and I don't know what else. Did you a box? I'd love to see a new movement though, like they did last year, wall walks. Mm. But I don't know what there is possibly to do. I I would say they're gonna play it fairly straight. Yeah. That's what I would if they're reprogramming it. I think now is not the year to go crazy. Go out risking anything. I think mm. it's gonna feel and look like a crossfit workout. I, I think they're gonna get a load of stick this year anyway, regardless of what they do, aren't they? If they're if they're pretty safe with stuff people will call it boring and if they try and be really elaborate people will say they're trying too hard they get stick every yeah. year no matter but what. this year they're yeah. going to have a whole, a whole bunch of new people that's yes yeah. but, so very quickly I remember 15, 2015 that open was a really frustrating one I remember everyone just gave a fuck for the whole thing why was that because I remember the first week had toast bar and it was back in 2015 not everyone had their toes to bar yeah. then the second week it wasn't very inclusive that year was it yeah I think this I think the third week the workout started with muscle ups yeah. oh, muscle ups it was nice. seven muscle ups into two other movements so if you didn't have muscle ups you're standing looking at the thing and they didn't have I'm not sure they had the scale back then yeah. do you know what I mean yeah um, so I remember that that whole year like the next week was handstand push ups and each workout started with something that you're, you could be like, okay, here we go again. You stand <laughs> staring at a piece of equipment for eight minutes, you know? Um, and I, I think, like, I always just remember people's frustration with the program and all that, and you kind of have to let, learn to let it go. What's going to come is going to come, and you come along and you give your best effort, and it's as simple as that. Everyone's in the same boat at the same, like, at the same time, like, you know. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it is, if you come back to that personal challenge thing, I'm going to take on the personal challenge, put my best foot forward, that's all we got. That's a good way to summarise it, isn't it? It's like, we want most people to try it, simply because we want most people to get out of the comfort zone whenever they're here. It's funny because classes can be the getting out of the comfort zone initially, but then they become a really safe space, mm. hopefully. So then it's trying to get them out of that again, meet new people, try new things, and go from there. So any advice for someone who's on the fence? So I'll, I'll just add to that, right, very quickly. If you're thinking about it, but you're really nervous about it, if you think about um, you want to give yourself a challenge, anything, but is this a step too far? Mm. Um most of the places where we take on a challenge these days, if you want, want to go and run a marathon or a 10K or something, you have to go to someone's event that's not in your comfort zone with all these strangers and go and compete with all these people. That makes it way worse. Mm. This is a way to do it in a place where you're really comfortable with people who, are, who you already know, who are fully on your side. That all of those things that make competition days in any sport really nerve-wracking, all those are gone. Yeah. And we're doing something that you train for every, it's just a workout. Yeah. We do work it every day and it's just another one. Yeah. So a lot of the really scary variables are gone. As a place to go and challenge yourself, I think it's about as you know easy access as possible. So you know, give yourself a challenge and just dive into it and see what happens. That's what I'm saying. That's a good way to finish it. Anything to add, Ricky? I second that completely. Yeah. Like It really is being around people. Like It's the scariness of being like 
have a randomer just come in and being like one two three or stuff like that like you're surrounded like by people you, who you work out with every day yeah. who like you chat to before after class like they're the people that you're going to be working out beside yeah. they're the ones that come the accounting reps or whatever it may be but being your number one cheerleader like it's all in your comfort zone but it's just that personal challenge whether you want to take it on savage can't fucking wait oh that's be awesome. amazing thanks crew Thanks a mil for tuning in again this week, team. If you enjoyed that one, please, please, please like, share with a friend, tag us on social media, and all that other good stuff. Catch you next week.